Hello there, I'm Miranda Gretton and this is Take a Moment with NCHC, the show where we talk to you and your colleagues about experiences that affect you. Listen on your drive between patients or in your downtime, whenever you get the chance to take a moment. Matthew Redding, I am the Strategy and Partnership Implementation Lead, which is a role that exists within Norfolk County Council within its Children's Services Directorate, but specifically works within an organisation, a partnership for the Children and Young People Strategic Alliance, which is a multi-agency partnership alliance for children and young people facing organisations in the county. Hi, I'm Amy Swithenbank and I'm the Head of Service for Children and Young People Services at NCHC. That includes all children specialist services, adult respite and trust admin. And as part of that role, I represent NCHC at the Children and Young People Strategic Alliance that Matthew was just referring to. We're going to be talking today about Flourish. Flourish is a really interesting initiative. Matthew, tell me a bit about it, how it came about, what actually is it? So it's actually been in the pipeline for, gosh, a a good few years now. Um, And it was due to launch back in 2020, but of course COVID then reared up and kind of rather sidelined the launch. But actually what the COVID period then uh, told us was that the working arrangements and the alliance in Norfolk was already really strong. That kind of crisis situation really brought the partnership together, which is one of those unintended, I suppose, consequences of the pandemic. So when it then launched immediately afterwards, so we formally launched in May last year, the ground was already already really ripe for this type of initiative. So. Breaking down what the initiative is, there's a a lot of activity under the bonnet, uh, a lot of ways in which organisations can get involved, but it it basically boils down to two key things. Firstly, it's a a system ambition, and secondly, it's an outcomes framework. The system ambition component is Flourish is an acronym, so each of the letters uh, of the word Flourish stand for a different thing. So for example, F from Flourish means family and friends. L, for example, means learning, O is opportunity, U is understood, et cetera, et cetera. And they are areas of impact that the Strategic Alliance and organisations across the county want to make a difference over the next four years. This is a four year plan to all of the children and young people in the county. So this isn't a strategy aimed at a specific cohort of young people, say children at school. This is designed to impact all of the children and young people in Norfolk. The second aspect is the outcomes framework. So within each of those eight areas of impact that the word flourish spells out, the organisations that sit on the strategic alliance, including uh, Amy's organisation, have all suggested ways in which partner organisations can contribute and they have developed a whole series of outcomes. So, for example, if we were to take the one we just talked about a moment ago, so family and friends. Within the family and friends area of impact, there's nine or ten specific outcomes that organisations, in terms of their own day-to-day activity, could kind of drive toward over the next four years. And by doing so, they would know 
that they would be helping children, young people in the county to flourish. The final kind of bit is, and probably the most important bit, is all of those outcomes that have been generated across the partnership, they were then shown to, discussed with, we consulted with young people in the county. They told us in their own inimitable fashion what they thought of it. They very much sharpened up those outcomes. They very much sharpened up those eight areas of impact as well. So the final net result of Flourish is what the professionals on the Strategic Alliance have come up with, but also, importantly, what the children and young people of the county have also told us is important. So organisations who wish to join, they will know that by doing so, by joining, they're very much providing what children and young people themselves have said is important. I worked with the clinical leads within children's services to develop our pledge and worked out what was important to us in terms of the the current work and what we were seeing and hearing and, and feeling in our services and also linking very much to NCHNC's own strategy in terms of where our priorities were. So we're really thinking about deepening integration with our partner agencies. That's a really key one for us. So looking at collaboration and how we can um, seamlessly support children through transition, working with our partner organisations in in adult services as well. So ours is very much, our ambition is very much in terms of doing more of what we're doing in a slightly different way. So it's not new things, but it's really having a system and process in place to ensure that we can evidence that the things that we are doing have got the voice of the child and young person at the heart of them, that we are really co-producing services and not just paying lip service to co-producing services. So there's true co-production and true collaboration in terms of growing and strengthening our relationships across the system. The other important part for NCHNC is to understand that this is not just for children's services. So whilst my portfolio will be key in terms of how we deliver this and we've written the pledge, the pledge is for NCHNC as a whole. It's not just for children's services. So there are other services such as wheelchairs, or TB service who see children and also families are key to our patients in adult services as well and within families there will be children and young people so it's important for the whole trust to understand what we're doing in regards to Flourish. When you're talking there about the children being really integral in their involvement and it's so important in creating this I think children probably feel quite done to don't they very often that you know decisions are being made for them so it's so nice to hear that that has been such a collaboration have you had like carers and parents involvement in that as well yeah so in terms of the strategic alliance there is it's probably the key parents voice participation group in the county are part of the strategic alliance so family voice and they very much uh, shaped and influenced the flourish ambition in terms of the development of flourish obviously nchnc were part of the 
Children and Young People Strategic Alliance. So we input into that. In terms of what we do for our services and how we would engage with families, one of the aims of our pledge is to um, have a parent carer forum. So we will have our own board of parents and carers that we will work with in terms of service development or service redesign. So currently we do that in quite an ad hoc way. We may engage with the family voice or we may engage with families that have contacted us. So for example, I've been out and seen a family recently about key working and their experiences of having a key worker and how we might shape some some difference and some change there going forward. The idea of our NCHC Flourish Pledge is that that will become much more purposeful and much more meaningful in the way that we direct that and gain that feedback. So we will have a specific board of interested parties who will work with us to develop our services and give us that feedback. Sometimes when we go to wider groups such as the Family Voice or such as Health Watch, you get a really good overview, but they aren't necessarily specifically the people that are going to utilise that service or have a child with those specific needs. Because we do, in some of our services, we are working with quite small cohorts of patients with very specific specialist health needs. So we have to be mindful not to take a generalist approach to that. We've taken the Flourish Pledge, haven't we, Amy, um, we have. at NCHNC? So what exactly is the pledge? So our pledge is, I won't read it out word for word because we can we can publish um, what it is word for word, but it is about demonstrating a commitment to collaboration and co-production. And we commit to a cycle of continuous improvement in our waiting times, quality of service delivery, and to remain outcome focused when meeting the needs of the children and young people of Norfolk. So that is essentially what our pledge is, all centered around collaboration and co-production and working together so it very much fits in with the development of our wider system and the fact that we are now an ICS and we are part of that and it very much fits in with what I was hearing from the clinical leads when we met a year ago to talk about what this may look like and what they felt was important. One small example would be that the clinical leads felt that on a clinician to clinician basis within the system they had good working relationships which supported the good outcomes for children and young people who have multiple agencies involved however at an organisational level some of those things were not embedded or robust so you're very much relying on individuals and actually as an organisation we need to have something more robust in place that allows those conversations and that collaboration to work regardless of who the individuals are so that's very much about what the pledges around working together and building relationships across the system. On a day-to-day -day basis, you wouldn't necessarily anticipate that interactions with children and families would change because they're already good. So we're not doing anything particularly there to change those. It's more about our strategic vision. The reason that we developed the idea of the Flourish Pledge was um, you know, it's one thing inviting organisations to align with the system ambition. It's quite another thing to demonstrate what difference that has actually made to children and young people on the ground. So we developed the idea of the Flourish Pledge, which the official line is, is that organisations do one thing that's new or different 
for the next 12 months to help children and young people flourish. And that, that would very much depend on what their business as usual is. And then at the end of the 12 months, we would have a you know an informal conversation with that organisation about their pledge and kind of chart impact and outcomes. So it's a way of bringing alive their commitment to helping children and young people flourish. Sometimes we can sign up to things in a sort of on paper way, but we need to know that it's working. Otherwise, what's the point, really, to be blunt? I remember one young person said to me at a, at a school, actually, when I was talking about this, I thought it was a brilliant phrase. He said, so, yeah, so you're avoiding astroturfing. I said, come again? They said, yeah, yeah, you know, astroturfing. That's when that's when adults or teachers, because he was at school, that's when teachers that say they're doing something, you know, because they want to help. But actually, it's all a bit artificial. So you're avoiding astroturfing by the Flourish Pledge and you want to see what the outcome is. So that's oh, exactly what the pledge is that. for. Yeah, what a great phrase. That's so astute as well. And doesn't it just go to show that, you know, that's the sort of mindset that you're going to get from a young person. That's the sort of insight that you're going to get. Yeah if you were just carrying on and doing things for them or to them you wouldn't have any of that insight it's amazing yeah pretty pretty insightful are you working with the children and young people that you have always worked like is there sort of a group that you've been collaborating with that you then work with sort of moving forward or do you consult with different groups so you get a sort of real range of of opinions on this moving forward there are some very well established participation groups in the county which we um, referred to when we developed the strategy. So each district council has its YABs, its youth advisory boards, as you'll know. We also worked with the in-care council, children in care council, with youth parliament and with the Dragons, which is the participation group of children with disabilities. So they were they were front and centre of the original development. But as we've been going along and taking the concept out into the county, I've been very much trying to keep on young people involved with it in a meaningful way so for example we've just brought on board the Norfolk Girl Guide Network which including brownies I think it involves about three thousand three and a half thousand girls and we are we're working with each individual unit of guides or brownies across the county to help them generate their own pledges what they find themselves important in their local communities we're helping them to word their own pledges around it and then with the unit leaders they will then sort of facilitate that pledge over the next 12 months so it's very well I want it to be an authentic thing but they continue to be at the center of things and finally we're also going to be holding an inaugural flourish awards in September this year and we're having a panel of young people who will choose the winners of those awards. What we're doing, we're inviting organisations in the county to nominate any organisation themselves or another organisation in terms of what that organisation's done to help children flourish and obviously why. And then we're going to shortlist and then a young person panel is going to choose overall winners across those eight flourish impact areas from those eight flourish letters. Amy, what happens then if we acquire a new service or we have new starters? How are we going to make sure everybody knows about Flourish and the fact that we've taken the Flourish pledge? So in terms of within children's services, Flourish can become part of and has started to become part of the local induction in terms of of what we're doing. In terms of new services, that's really key because that's part of our actual pledge. So 
part of the measures of success for our pledge is to develop a flourish checklist for use in service development projects and procurement exercises and change processes. So if you think a little bit like an equality impact assessment, this would be like a flourish impact assessment. So you're keeping it in mind when you're doing something new. So that's a really key part of our measures. One thing we do need to work on that actually isn't in the current pledge is what we do around trust induction, around flourish going forward. So you're talking the bit there about measures of success. And obviously, Matthew, you've talked about how you're going to measure it after 12 months and you're going to have the young people involved in that as well. But Amy, from an NCHC perspective, how will we know that it's working aside from the measures of success that you just mentioned? I have developed an audit tool, an internal audit tool based on our pledge. So at the end of the 12 months, we can do a self-assessment against what we've done and what we've achieved. We will develop the working group and audit how the working group is going, what the impact's been, the so what question, what 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 have we achieved, what's been different. We can also do surveys through our co-production with our partners to assess how that's gone for everybody, how the working together has gone, lessons learned. So we've just recently done a piece of work with partner agencies in our LDCAM services. So at the end of that, as you would at the end of any project, we'll do a lessons learned, but the Flourish Impact Checklist will be part of the lessons learned. So there'll just be a slightly different focus on the things that we already do and already in place so that we can demonstrate where we've been working towards flourish and considering it in our decision making. So it really is weaving it into what we're already doing. That's the key point here. I was really keen for NCHNC that this didn't become a standalone something different and that it really was just part of what we did so that it would a not become onerous because I think it's really important that it's seamless and not onerous and b people wouldn't feel done to by flourish they would just feel that it was part of what they did in their work and that makes it easier to adopt as well because it's just your everyday working life Matthew what impact do you see flourish having on our Norfolk and Waveney communities well, so far, I I, uh, I was just sort of thinking as Amy was talking, I was, I was thinking at the, at the latest count, we've got about 300 organisations who've now made at least a pledge. Many of those have made several pledges and all of the pledges that have been made will deliver a tangible outcome. So none of the pledges, and really that's kind of what I see as the top of my priorities in terms of my role, all of those pledges will make a difference on the ground. So the proof will be in the pudding because we're just coming around to that first year when those pledges have been made and I'm now beginning to kind of review difference and review impact. But I, th- I think I think it's going to be considerable. Uh, I think just from the pledges alone, there'll be a lot of positive change. But as Amy has just said, if we can also encourage professionals in the county to start thinking about how they could help in day-to-day children, young people to flourish, have it kind of just embedded in their thinking, in their day-to-day interactions, and that will be a positive step in and of itself. I think for me, the takeaway is for the wider staff group in NCHNC to understand that this is not just for children's services. That's really, really important. Um, If people are interested 
in it then to get in touch um, I'm happy to have a conversation with anybody about it this will change we will change our pledge as we start to you know once we've embedded the things that are in the pledge this year they will just become our business as usual and you know next year maybe the year after depending on how long it takes us to embed these things we will then start to look at what our new pledge might be like it's really important for us that the, the pledge the pledges that we make align to NCHNC and the strategy so I'm really keen to hear about people's views on that and what they think might be helpful in future pledges going forward. Thank you for listening to Take a Moment with NCHC. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please visit the podcast intranet page to leave a comment and for details of our other episodes. You can also follow NCHC on all social media channels.